Yo, put your pipettes down. Put the pipettes down. You know what this is. Scientifically sound. Come around. What's happening? You know how we do. I got the boys and the dude. And then we got the ladies too. What it do? Welcome to the scientifically sound. Gather round. <laughs> let me let me chill out, chill out, chill out. How's everybody doing? Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Ralph from the South. I'm the host that does the most, and I don't mean to boast. You know, you know, life's good. You know what I mean? Just aside from the future accent that I tried to put on. Now nah, everything's great. I just started putting in and turning more data into my PI. He's satisfied, like he's loving it. Um, I'm excited because I got more experiments coming and I got all these ideas coming in. Like, you know, when one experiment just works, there's a multitude of other experiments that you really want to try. That's where I'm at. On top of that, I just won an award for like a conference for my abstract. I'm kind of happy, I'm feeling myself. I'm walking in, strutting. Virtually, obviously, because we can't meet, but life's great. Um, oh, this is probably the hypest thing I received this week. I actually got scored on F31, um, on my F31, which for some of you, you know this, and others of you, you don't. So essentially, it's through the NIH. You apply for independent funding. This is like my first time. And they scored me, which for some is just like, oh my gosh, it's great because they're considering my application. So stay tuned, there's more to come. And I'm excited because, oh my gosh, what if I get independent funding? It's a party. Um, between that and this, I've been reading this book called Alchemy of Life, learning what science has done to us and what we've done to science. That's a beautiful book, I recommend you get it. It's by Anissa Ramirez, but you know, we staying afloat out here. And I mean, I'm cold in Minnesota, maybe where you are, it's warm. So if this is your first time joining us 
on the Scientifically Sound. This is just me being in my scientific lifestyle. You learn some science, you learn some music, and there's some connections there. Something might have happened maybe in the 1950s, and we were doing the sock hop to some type of music in the 1950s, and I think that's just a beautiful thing, because while we're doing technological and life science advances, there's so many trippy things in music happening too. And it's just my job and my endeavors to figure that out. I hope you enjoy today as we enjoy this time together. So first, I need everybody to grab like a glass of wine, grab some beer. Maybe your go-to is a mojito. Just, just let me, let me get something for you. Look here, look here. We just, we all just need to chill out for a second. And just, I need to say this to you. Cut the music on, cut the music off. I want you to be reliable and responsible like Dappy, precise and clean like a CST antibody. And I want you to be in your bag like that paper you printed out. You know the one. The one that you printed out thinking you were going to read, and then you looked at how many references there were and how many figures. I want you to be in your bag that way. And with that being said, cheers. So being a part of the Scientifically Sound is just seeing what was happening in music during this time, and what discoveries were going on during this time as well. Hmm. Let's head back to the 1980s. I think that's a great place to start. So, 1980s, there was only one person, probably a couple people, but this particular person is just my favorite, just ruling that decade, and it was Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson was already coming off of his great run with Off The Wall, He's already gearing up for Thriller in terms of recording the album and the song. Meanwhile, we got David Bowie probably picking up another instrument. You know, it's an interesting time in the 1980s. MTV just happened with that astronaut mascot in Little Corner. And, you know, Gucci Mane was born. Guwap. And some other people, you know, men, you know, there's Lynn manuel Miranda, whoever that is. Oh, and you can't forget Ashanti. Never forget Ashanti. And you know, while this is going on in music, in the science in the 1980s, they were trying to answer just big questions at this time. We got eukaryotic genes that are just finding out to be split. We got cloning of mice being figured out from seven-day embryos. And then new mechanisms are just being discovered in bio, like RNA splicing and this RNA synthesis. So while Gucci Mane was probably watching Michael Jackson dance on the screen of his television, or maybe Ashanti was just figuring out what MTV was, one of the big discoveries came out in 1980, and a great smooth jazz album came too as well. But you know what? We got to get into the mood. So let me switch this up a little bit. Just a little bit. Oh, shoot. Oh, this is the vibe. 
Excuse my accent. <laughs> so, 1980. We transport into NYC. You know, we're just chilling. We got the tenor sax player, soprano sax player, Grover Washington Jr. just playing. And we have his friend, producer Ralph McDonald. Just as a side note, Ralph McDonald is known for making the song Where Is The Love with Roberta Flack and Donny Hathaway. And if you do not know what that song is or who those people are, I want you to pause this and go listen to it. Preferably with someone that you love and care about. But anyway, 1980. They get together to create a smooth jazz album that's going to take over essentially a whole decade. And it's the pinnacle of Grover Washington's career. The album's name? Wine Light. And the sample you hear is from that album. And the actual song, Wine Light. But what was happening months prior? Let's take a look. Let's take a look. So it seems in February 1980, the Nobel Prize for Medicine was given to three grand sciences for discoveries, and I quote, for genetically determined structures on the cell surface that regulate immunological reactions, which in layman's terms, they found stuff on the cell that can affect our immune system. Point blank. And these wonderful scientists' names are George Snell, John Desette, and Baruch Benesraf. Now, these three men specifically discovered these antigens called histocompatibility antigens, or H antigens for short. Their whole role is just determining what immunological reaction we will have in our bodies. And this is gonna be determined by cells when they're around themselves and how cells are around a foreign object. Just as a reminder, you know, cells, they don't know thing. They're not by themselves alone. They're around other cells and cells like to talk to one another just to regulate what our bodies are doing. And then when a foreign object comes in, cells have a different reaction depending on what is this? What is it going to do to us? A great analogy I like to put it this way is, you know, you with your friends, your pals, you with your clique. No one messes with your clique. Y'all talking, y'all checking in with one another. What's going on? How's everything? I'm doing well. How's mama doing? How's daddy doing? And then that one person just breaks into your circle to say something, whether to you or someone in your clique. And all of you want to counter with something or some words, we'll just leave it at some words, but enough of that. These H antigens are found within the cell surface. So they're on the edge of the cell. These scientists also found that each individual has a different genetic makeup that determines the cell surface and ultimately determining the H antigens reaction. And they also found the genes that correlate with such a reaction. It's astonishing, right? So again, we're back in 1980. We got this wonderful discovery being celebrated. And then we're gonna zoom all the way up to about June, July, and we start recording Wine Light with Grover Washington Jr. and Ralph McDonald. Now it's weird because this is during the time where jazz, 
you know, jazz critics really were going after smooth jazz. Like, hardcore saxophonists, hardcore trumpet players, hardcore any instrumentalists within jazz just switched the vibe and over to go to smooth jazz. And critics were like, you just can't transplant yourself in this. You got, we got standards, all this other stuff. And the reason being is just, you know, smooth jazz. I know some people might have heard Kenny G or some other soprano saxophonists. It's not all about the improvisation. It's not about the creativity of just coming up with stuff. It's actually sticking to the melody, making something that's going to be jammable and honestly just type dance music for everyone to enjoy. It's not complex like Charlie Parker doing the lick. Like he did in the past. This is basic. This is, it's uplifting music. It's not supposed to be insanely confusing. You know what's interesting? Transplantation also was at the forefront from the discovery I just discussed with George Snell, John Doucette, and Baruch Benesseraf. And of course, they're all immunologists. They're actually from different countries. George Snell coming from the USA, Jean Doucette being from France, and Baruch Benesseraf actually being a Venezuelan American. And so one, shout out to collaboration, because that's what makes the dream move. So George Snell, being who he is, he decided to do mouse mating and transplant tumor cells into the sibling mice. He come to find that antigens were getting in formation with one another due to genes coming together into a complex called the major histocompatibility complex. This particular complex is what helps in terms of the regulation of immunological reactions in our body. So while George Snell was in mice doing this, Jean Doucette from France actually discovered the same thing, but in humans. He actually discovered the same thing and it's called human leukocyte antigens and the genes that are corresponding with it. It's wild because he was looking at it while looking at white blood cells that are being donated and received by different individuals. Now here's, I think this deserves a creativity award. Baruch Benesseraf actually found the exact same thing in guinea pigs. With all three of their discoveries, they come to find that there's some kind of immunological complex that's playing a role in all of us and all organisms. Now, this is important due to the fact that this discovery will help determine how transplantation works when it comes to being an organ donor and actually donating your organ to someone else. And this is because every body, no pun intended, can't take anybody's organs. That's why we have treatment plans in order to prevent rejection for the person that is receiving the organ. And actually over the 80s and even into the 90s, drugs are being created in order to do better about preventing that rejection. I guess Grover Washington should have had a treatment plan, huh? And that is my time. I hope you enjoyed today's installment of Scientifically Sound. Make sure your Western blots have a control. Make sure you drink plenty of water. And don't forget to read that paper. Hello, Earthlings, everyone. Salutations. First of all, thank you so much for taking a listen. I know y'all hear that plane that just came through. I'm just outside chilling. Um, first of all, thank you so much for listening to the episode. If you want to follow us, follow us on Instagram at scientifically sound. You can also follow us on Twitter 
at four number four the psi underscore sound on twitter so always chime in we love to have your questions we love to see your input because this is just a journey that i'm on the song of the week i want you to play this week is called shorty's portion the reason being is that i was riding in the car with my dad and they instantly were saying that this song came from patrice russian now for some of you Patrice Russian might sound familiar because she sings the song Remind Me or Forget Me Not. And I was like, wait a minute, this is a jazz station. What is she doing on the jazz station? Come to find out, Patrice Russian was originally a pianist in a jazz group. And then she transplanted herself into R&B, you know? And I think it was more so of the transition towards that point. And so I guess she did have a treatment plan and just leaning into becoming the superstar that she is now. So everyone, have a wonderful week. I'll catch you on the flip side for next month.